0: White Hot Magazine podcast with Noah Becker has recently been voted one of the top 20 contemporary art podcasts by FeedSpot. I had a chance to speak to Gabrielle Aruta from Philosophy Arts and Kurush Mabubian, a private art dealer both located in New York City and working on several different projects, they run several different gallery spaces, and have um, booths in the next edition of the Spring Break Art Show in New York City, opening early September. They're my guests today on the White Hot Magazine Art World Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Becker. Welcome to the podcast. Um, would you like to be called philosophy Arts, or do you have uh, you have other names happening? What is, what what do you prefer to be called as a team?
1: Well, as a team, we go by
2: Kapow and Gaboo.
0: And is this a new development, or?
1: this uh, officially here although we were
2: we have been kapow and Gaboo for a while but we haven't really made it official or public yet so I, well, I think the
1: first time it became official was the other day with art news that's right had, uh published the list of curators for spring break art fair or spring right. break art show um right. 2021 and kapow and Gaboo will have a booth there so
0: right oh okay so um, in in addition to the gallery philosophy arts that I'm familiar with because I've been showing some work there over the past year or so um, you have this other gallery
1: we've got a lot going on at the moment
2: yeah we, we, we are three entities so, okay. so obviously you know of philosophy arts and, and that's Gabrielle's um, gallery Gabriella Ruta's gallery and and uh, she started that a number of years ago I in the 2017. I came in fairly early in the game. We, we met through, through business and started working on projects together. But my company was Korosh Mabubian Fine Art, which uh-huh. also exists in New York. And uh, we found that we work almost exclusively in partnership on every project. And, and so we thought, well, it may be time to create a new entity that reflects both of us.
0: And where does the name come from? I think you mentioned to me, but remind me.
1: Oh, this is a nice story and relevant to you, Noah. Do you want to tell it, Porish? Uh
2: Sure, either way. Uh, so it really, um, it, it's, it has its origins in, in our text message exchanges, but it came to gel through our mutual friend, Michael Anderson. Right. Huh. And... And um, it was actually a really wonderful moment that, that is emblazoned in our memory. I often used to send text messages to Gabrielle, um, you know, with the initial K, and then, you know, there's always some kind of emoji, and, you know, I used the explosion emoji, and one day I added the letter A to it, forming K, you know, and the pow emoji into a kapow. Gabrielle often responded with with, you know, a variety of other things, and one of the tongue-in-cheek expressions that she liked to use was was this uh, ghost emoji that's um, it's fun and, and you know poking humor. It sticks its tongue out at you. It's a friendly ghost. And, right. um, but then we found ourselves at Michael Anderson's uh, gallery exhibit at uh, Arts Art & Leisure, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you were there though, you were there that night.
1: Yeah, it was right. the opening. We just came to visit one evening and it was like a, a quiet, Saturday night, you know, re- late in the evening, when we came to visit you guys, and uh, Michael had a bunch of those. Um, what do you call them? From the post office? When labels, gonna...
2: labels, yeah. label stickers. And right. we were going. Bah, to
0: hello. My name is, or or was it actual postal? I think it was postal mail stickers it, it, that we were yeah, doing. Yeah, they were postal for mail. For stickers.
2: Yeah, and we were, and you know, we were going to tag the walls around the neighborhood with these stickers, and so you had to come up with a tag. And um, right. you know, we stemming from, from this text exchange, we thought, how fun to use that. So Gabrielle's, you know, featured G A for Gabrielle, and then the the uh, the ghost emoji, which is the boo. And mine had uh, Kapow, K A and the explosion, <laughs> and this stuck. It was just every okay, time so we use it, we become like, the
0: logo for your new gallery.
2: We just, yes. we, we're really excited because we just saw the logo right. today.
1: Yeah. I sent it oh, to cool. Noah early.
0: Yeah. I saw that. So, um, very, very interesting. So you, you decided to start a second gout. Gal- Do you have more than two galleries or just two galleries? Three. <laughs> we have
1: three galleries now. Yeah. So what's we just your third to have, gallery? Well, Korish is Korish has a space in the West village. Ah. Korish Mabubi and fine art. He's been a dealer for 30 some odd years and, so not but, a
2: gallery, but it, but nonetheless, uh, right. Okay. So
0: what do, you, okay, so what do you think that people who have no idea who you are yet, who are listening to this, what do you think they want to know right now?
1: Well, I think they'd like to know where they can see the art that we show and uh, where we'll be um, putting on events. So, right. so, and i i don't even know if we've really said our names yet. I'm Gabrielle Ruda. This is Korish Mabubian. Well, and I
0: do an and don't worry about that. I do an introduction that. Gotcha. Uh,
2: and we're speaking to Noah <laughs> right. Yeah, sure in case right. they don't. Ask.
0: I've just always want to avoid in a podcast that thing where it's like there's 10 minutes of people drinking right. beer and laughing and you know even though i know you i'm trying to stay semi pro with with this so, convo. Got so it. there is
2: something i think people need to know about us. Um we deliberately used this tongue in cheek uh, name and, and logo um, because it's fun, it's playful. And we want people to, to have fun with us, but also um, to say that we're not afraid of, of, of being fun and not afraid of, of uh, trying new things. We, we want people to see the art that we believe is wonderful and it may not follow the path of others. Uh, and I think what people can expect to, what people need to know is is that the artists we represent are are truly one of a kind, amazing artists, who right. have already done great things and will continue. and And they're mostly emerging to mid career artists that that are growing very quickly. So we've got Kahari Turner right. whom we've shown, who who you know last year we sold his works on paper for barely over a thousand dollars, and he just sold at Christie's uh, day before yet or a couple of days ago for seventy thousand dollars. That's a pretty big increase since October. Yeah. We've, we've our got- Our
1: collectors are happy. Our
2: collectors are very happy. We've got Moises mm-hmm. who um is a uh, queer non-binary artist from Chicago who we, we sold their works out uh, in our most recent show. And they are now represented, you know, in a number of galleries across the country through their own efforts, but, but it, we're not claiming that we made these people, but rather that right. we find them early. We find them when, when other people have not necessarily caught on yet, and they right. catch on and they do very well. That's nice. I bought a cappuccino machine.
0: I think I mentioned that. A couple times. But I, you, let's you not got, talk about me. Let's talk I think about,
2: there should be a cappuccino trend. People yeah. have not been drinking cappuccinos lately. It's all been about I lattes. Know.
0: I know. So you're obviously really active. You're um, where is your gallery located?
2: So
1: um, philosophy arts is the gallery we're sitting in right now. And the main location for that is in Cranford, New Jersey at the moment. So we, we opened up a 3000 square foot space um, back in May. We've got two rooms in here. There's the whatever the new six week rotation show is in the front and then the back is a rotation of artists that we work with. Um, And then we use Corish's location in the West Village at 100 Bank Street for private viewings uh, with Mm -hmm. collectors of the different artists that we're showing at the moment. And then
2: we do pop-ups.
1: Yeah, uh, I I started the gallery in the Lower East Side in the corner of Broom and Orchard in 2017 with a sublet. Later moved to the High Line Nine in Chelsea. And I ran the gallery for the pandemic from my bedroom Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I wanted to be able to be um, back with big, big walls to to hang art and, right. uh, and moving out to, to New Jersey was a very practical um, reason to be near my parents during the pandemic, mm-hmm. but it is certainly far more economical to be running this size of an operation in Northern New Jersey than if I had this size of a space in, in Chelsea or the Lower East side right now.
2: It but- allows you to, show really good work and experiment without worrying about the bottom line. Right. You know, we, we, uh, we look at the artwork as, as it has to stand on its own, remove the artist's name, someone has to be able to see the work and say, wow, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And and not just simply because it was made by someone that, that has a name. Um, well, I think you also
0: that. have an interesting position in the sense that Nowadays, it seems to be a lot of really major galleries like Pace or Zorner or Gagosian or something like that have kind of absorbed a lot of directors and staff at other mid-range galleries. And then other, not to blame those people, but then just real estate prices and other things have kind of, a lot of mid-range galleries have kind of disappeared. I guess spring break that you're going to be in is going to be full of curators and somewhat mid-range and emerging artists and galleries. You know what I'm saying though?
1: Yeah. A little bit, mm-hmm.
0: right? Yeah. There's a, you're kind of at the forefront of a scene that was almost kind of not, um, happening there for a while, but I feel like it's resurging a little bit.
2: It, it is. And you know, uh, some part of it. Resurging that... a word. On... It will, uh, <laughs> Uh, I think it it is. It's a
0: a reawakening of sorts.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I I think I I wrote an article for White Hot uh, a year and a half ago or something like that, Uh if you recall, where we talked about partnerships. Isn't that an art
0: magazine, White Hot magazine?
2: (laughs) I've heard Uh, good things about it. It it, it claims to be an art magazine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Your article was somewhat about that, wasn't it?
2: It was about partnerships. And, and I think that these partnerships have become very important. I formed my partnership with Gabrielle because I didn't have a nice gallery space. I had a small, uh, small studio space to work from. Gabrielle had a gallery. She needed to work with someone who had some experience, uh, who could partner up with her. Um, and then we realized that we brought other things to the table. I brought 33 years of, of time in the art business. She brought a philosophy degree and- and right. uh, Two philosophy degrees. Two philosophy <laughs> degrees, and, and really a sense of intellectual right. purpose behind the promotion of the art, not just let's make money selling art, but rather, right. and not even let's just show the art, but let's just talk about why right. it's important. Well, because I'm a little bit
0: slow, it takes me a while to kind of absorb things. It took me a while to realize that philosophy arts was kind of based on philosophy <laughs> in a way. It like is the word you,
1: philosophy it, in several other languages we've had people say it has to do with philodelle but that's only you
0: um, right no it took me a while to figure that out and then when i figured it out it's like oh i really am a little bit like out of it but i i like that about it and thanks. then kaput Kapow
2: and yeah. thats, Sorry, that's exactly what we're, we're going to
0: call it.
1: We we definitely say that ourselves sometimes.
0: Oh.
2: We call so. it Capoo for short. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you have this gallery, and then how do you deal with it? So are you going to have a completely separate art roster of artists, or is it going to interchange with the other galleries?
1: There's a little bit of uh, in, you know exchange. Part of what had happened
2: is—is
0: <laughs> interchange I, a word? What's going on? I, with you today? I keep saying these really strange.
2: Shakespeare made up his own words. Philosophers right.
1: make up their own words. I, I think artists are. I okay. I,
2: I, I think we're in the art world. We're going to coin. Is, okay,
0: so is there any kind of interdimensionality between your project? I guess Th-
1: there is, and that's sort of why. What was the genesis for this partnership to come together formally? I started Philosophy Arts a number of years ago. My mission with that is to bring philosophy. Uh, to the contemporary art world in a much more meaningful way, and also to uh, right. provide uh, a source of employment for philosophers in the art world. You know, I, I got right. these degrees and there were no jobs to be had in the United States. I think philosophers should be paid for their labor. And I think what they have to say about the art world is meaningful if someone would mm. only pay them. So I bring right. philosophers in to write about my artists, and that's really important to who I am as a person, which is somebody who couldn't make a living as a philosopher. So I've I'm, yes. I'm, I'm bucked into the the art world where I thought, well, this philosopher should be in the art world. Korsh Thanks. and I have been putting shows together, Korsh has been curating shows for me. There are times when we're really working together, but it doesn't, there wasn't any way to communicate that. So for this next show that is getting ready to open at Philosophy Arts on mm-hmm. Friday the twenty seventh. The twenty seventh, called in, "What If,"
2: which includes works by none other than Noah Becker.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Right. If heard so so yet, let's go full con- full conflict of interest <laughs> on everybody. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, if you talk about it with transparency and ethics, it's not you know you can skirt that. Right. Um, so we have the show opening, and this is actually going to be the first time where one of the shows at Philosophy Arts is curated by Kapow and Gaboo. Because it's it's not just Corish coming up with this and it's not just me. And it, rather than using our individual names, it's boom, there, here's this new entity.
2: I, right. I think it's important to say that, that um, all three entities exist and feed off of one another. Um, Gabrielle and I found that we liked working together. And, and in fact, we, we fought like cats and dogs and we're mm-hmm. good friends. And both in friendship and in business, um, we have different aesthetics at times, but we seem to complement one another, that there's mm. this place where we come together and all of a sudden it works. And over the course of the past three years, I have found that I've had a, a very modernist taste in, in, in you know my own aesthetic. And uh, there's a certain timelessness uh, to any piece of art I usually am drawn to. Mm-hmm. And Gabrielle managed to influence me in other directions where i I've actually expanded that aesthetic to include things that might not have been there before. I in turn have done exactly the same for her, so there are times when I bring an artist in and she says, "I will not work with that artist," and you know within a few months she's changed her mind and you know right. really loves that work.
1: maybe I should add one of these works to my own collection so
2: so right. we found that we do that for each other and and that is where Kapow and Gaboo exists. It's that there's that place where we've convinced each other of a, of a common ground. And we found that that common ground is, is really powerful and and other people see it Mm -hmm. too. And we've found that it really works. So, well, that's kind of,
0: that's kind of why the Beatles put Sergeant Pepper together so they could portray a band that wasn't the Beatles.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And it's also for me, an exciting venture that, Kapow and Gaboo doesn't have to cling to philosophical practice and the history of ideas that art can exist for itself. These shows speak for themselves. I don't have to um, heavily uh, filter everything through existential and phenomenological philosophy. It can just be. And so that's a little bit of freedom for me and something that took some years in the industry on this level to go, Okay, we can curate shows that don't have to have treatises as curatorial statements. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, our first uh, exhibition, in addition to we've got the show coming up at Philosophy Arts called What If? That features you, Jonathan Rosen, Blake Hilton and Bridgetta.
2: Varadi, Brigitte Varadi, John Foster, Mm -hmm. uh, Zahra Nazari, and Jonathan Rosen. There you said that.
1: So that's coming up here this week, but then we're going to be in spring break with uh, Samantha Joy Groff. And she was uh, an artist in our last group show called Waiting. She's getting ready to start uh, the second year of her MFA at Yale and comes from Mm -hmm. rural Pennsylvania grew up Mennonite Um, and there are these really wild depictions of lonely people in the isolation of country life and their farm animals animals. Mm. and, um, so I think we're going to put together a, a hell of a show at spring break for that. And then the room right next door is philosophy arts debut in an art fair with Moises Salazar.
2: Salazar.
1: Yeah, and so that's a show called Let's Get Physical and it is an exhibition um, featuring playing on the theme, the medieval theme of spring break this year. We're creating a gym, a lush pink gym that is going to be a safe space for uh, queer and trans bodies um, and Mm -hmm. non-binary bodies and it's a really incredible collection of portraits of uh, you know faceless portraits of athletes that um are kind of all martyred in a way and uh thinking of you know contextualizing the modern gym as a medieval you know dungeon or torture chamber Uh, so really playing into that that the installation driven aesthetic and more is more of spring break but very Mm -hmm. very serious painting and practices and sculpture um, and sculpture Mm -hmm. uh, by both artists
2: You know, we're we're actually really proud, um, proud of of the artists that we work with and also of having reached this place where we can say that five of the artists that we show are in this year's spring break.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm coincidentally also in a different curator's booth. You are one of those five, Noah. Julia Ha, right,
1: is your curator?
0: Julia Ha, yeah. She's She's... from Chicago, but uh, she's great artist and the curator that you know we
2: we 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 really like her work yeah her work
0: is great yeah it is and and, uh you know she initially um wanted to show certain works of mine and it took a little as it usually does anyways we figured it out and then coincidentally we're all in spring break at the same time which is kind of
2: nice and then you know anthony hayden guest is also in spring break he often gets his booth there and right. so he's one of our artists and uh, he's in spring
0: booth, break almost every time
2: he, but they like him. They really do. And, and in his booth is Anna Garces Kylie um, who just had a show with us here uh, that I curated a couple of months ago. Uh, the show was called Shrine to beauty. And, and uh, so she is also in Anthony's booth mm-hmm. and through us, it was, you know, sort of the, 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 the very, uh, very deep well of connections that, that we've been fostering, uh, where people get to know each other and, and build off of it. And it, it really is a, a point of excitement because mm-hmm. we realize, wow, uh, Spring Break's a great place to be, in my opinion. It's a, it's a uh, springboard for bigger things, for emerging to mid-career mm-hmm. artists. And if you do well there, it, it really, it, it's meaningful. Yeah,
0: I remember the first edition in, I think it was in Little Italy in I can't remember the year, but it's really keeps growing and growing, but somehow they're able to keep it fresh and somewhat non-corporate.
2: Yeah, I always used to call it the underbelly of the New York art scene, but it's more than New York now, and it's not quite so underbelly anymore, but it, it, right. it, it is fresh and, and cutting yeah, edge. Yeah, like it's becoming
0: like a big name in the art fair world, yeah. but it's, and it has an LA location that happens as well. Certainly during COVID, I think it skipped a year or something,
2: yeah, it didn't happen in well the, the last time, mm-hmm. the very last day of spring break, I remember was just before we all sheltered down. Right. And um, I remember being in an elevator uh, with a bunch of people, including some, some well-known curators. Uh, and everyone's cracking jokes because we were packed like sardines. I mean, you know. Was that of- the
0: same week that I met up with you at the Armory show? Yeah, that was
2: exactly that. Exactly. Week.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could talk about the weather, but we might as well talk about art, seeing as we're <laughs> on a podcast that's run by an art magazine, which incidentally was just voted one of the top 20 art podcasts in the world by FeedSpot recently.
1: Incredible. Congratulations. Yeah.
0: Imagine how famous we're getting just talking to each other here.
2: Love it. Um so
0: so you, you have this
2: many. No, many of the business oh. uh, developments that came to us, whether it's the artists we worked with or other dealers we met or so on, came through white hot parties. Oh, yeah. Well, that's we're, true we're, of a lot of people. We're, we're really hoping that that will eventually uh-huh. someday come back. You did such an amazing job oh. of, of just creating a social scene for the art world outside, right. of, the, outside of the opening circuit. Right, you
0: know? right. Well, um, you know, everybody, The one thing somebody told me a long time ago is like from the exterior, certain people look successful and popular and famous and rich, but, you know, no matter who it is, everybody has a a way of trying to get their life on the right track. And it's, I think it's challenging for everyone behind the scenes. Everybody has their challenges. Even some of the billionaires that I know have challenges. It's just absolutely true. Some people have more challenges than others. Um, So anyways, uh, yeah, I think the magazine is in its 16th year now or something. Incredible. Yeah, pretty good. Um, So let's just repeat when you're next uh, before um, we start to wind down. Let's just repeat where people can see your upcoming shows.
1: Sure. So we've got a show opening this Friday, the 27th at 103 Milne Street in Cranford, New Jersey. It's called What If? It's a group show that you are in among right. other artists. And it
2: features, uh, the list is Noah Becker, John Foster, Blake Hiltonen, Zahra Nazari, mm-hmm. Jonathan Rosen, and Brigitta mm. Varadi. Okay. And, then, and that's at Philosophy Arts in Cranford, okay. New Jersey. And
0: there, yeah. there's an actual opening.
2: Yeah, there's
1: an actual opening on Friday. And okay. then um, then the next day we're headed out to Chicago to go see Moises uh, Salazar and pick up, uh,
2: drive another 15-foot truck back. We, we still drive the art around ourselves. It, 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 right. It's always an adventure. And, so this uh, brings
0: uh, me to a question. Um, I did a show in the Metaverse in a museum with the whole NFT world thing. Hmm. And one of your artists sold a piece through that uh, through that collaboration with um, Accelerate Art and White Hot Magazine and the NFT, You're talking state. about Indy. Yeah,
1: indie 184. Yeah.
0: And, and we're actually indie, indie We're giving 184? her a solo
1: show in October uh, at the gallery. Oh. Yeah, she's doing great. We'd love to do some more NFTs. Uh, yeah. So you know, we should partner up on an NFT show. I think that that would be great. We're working with Kenny Schachter. Mm-hmm. Kenny was in our last show here called Waiting. And he and I are mm-hmm. working on some projects together. Kenny and I are going to be speaking at a conference uh, called by, organized by the House of Beautiful Business called Concrete Love in Lisbon, Portugal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Delta variant, um, you know.
0: Right, uh, permitting. Permitting, that's, yeah. that's
1: the word. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but I mean, the conference is happening whether we can go to Portugal or not. But
2: um,
1: uh-huh. we're, we're learning a lot more and are far more engaged in the NFT world um, thanks to you and your connections right. and helping us out and also through Kenny. So I think we're really right. pleased. Um, we've been working with uh, M. Henry Jones also trying to help uh-huh. him turn some of his films and digital art into NFTs. And we'd love right. to incorporate that into, I think, well curated NFT shows. Are, right. I'm sort of
0: getting to the point where I've learned how to do that but also I was just kind of propelled right into the middle of the NFT space with, and uh, the, the founders of super rare are going to be guests coming up, but, and there are some NFT episodes on this podcast that people can check out. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely be more collaborations to the people that are listening. Make sure and uh, visit the philosophy art website and stay in touch with them or go by their booths at booths at um Spring Break Art 1001 and
1: 1002 at And Spring, Spring
0: Break Art Fair is that September 8th to the 13th? Yes. Or something? Yeah.
1: There is the, the VIP days are right before that I think the 6th and the 7th.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe. I th- I think that's that I think that the 6th is not uh, maybe
1: the 7th and the 8th. It's, it's it a, used to
2: be the 7th and the 8th they're playing with schedules got it but mm-hmm. the eighth for certain is a vip preview day gotcha okay well i'll
0: let you guys get back to the rest of your day because i know you got a million projects on the go but it's been a great honor to have you on the podcast and mm-hmm. um, our honor I'll, to be on it oh great um so, so we'll be in touch over the next little bit
1: all right we'll see a friend see you noah anyway, take care
0: have a great evening you too okay bye bye